What up, this is your boy DJ EFN. You might know me as a drink champ, but first and foremost, I'm a proud father. I linked up with two of my other dad homies, Manny Digital and KGB, to start the Fatherhoods podcast. Each week, we bring you insider hip-hop stories, parenting, and advice and therapy. The saying is true, it takes a village, and we humorously serve as each other's trusted counsel in figuring out how not to screw up being a good dad. The Fatherhood Podcast. Beats, rhymes, and diapers. This episode of the Fatherhood's Podcast is brought to you by Fly Dad, where fatherhood stays fly. Check us out at flydadgear.com. Just the two of us. Yeah, so EFN's on a secret mission that he didn't want to tell us about. Right, so he's dipping out. Yeah, but... Um, You want to talk about what... uh, I, I got... A question for you but let's talk about what uh transpired with your son if you feel oh. like talking about that yeah 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 i'm happy to um so i guess let me set the context so we we always talk about how like you know sometimes how surprised we are at how similar our kids are to ourselves right right and it's a lot of shit that we we don't even recognize about ourselves that we notice in them and then somebody points out like that's you that's how you are uh, for this one, I'm I'm cognizant of it, but so my son the other day, and and your son I think is like this too in some some respect where th- there's a sense of bullshit to some of the things that they do that you catch them and you're like, all right, this guy's like in my son's yeah. case, like trying to bleed out the amount of time that he's awake so that he doesn't have to go to sleep on time. Right, right. So I kind of so he calls me to his room. We tuck both of our younger kids in every night. That's kind of our routine, and then. When we're talking to men, he's kind of he's you know he's getting in bed and he's like, Dad, I gotta talk to you. And I'm like, is it life threatening? And he's like, No, it's not life threatening. I'm like, All right, is it is it serious? Like, is it important? Like, what what's going on? He's like, Well, kinda. And as soon as he said kinda, I'm like, All right, this is bullshit. This is good way. Mm-hmm. And so whatever, we finish the routine, and then an hour later, my wife happens to check in to see if you know they fell asleep. My son was complaining about something went to the bathroom and then he was like upset and she noticed and she mentioned she comes downstairs and she mentions it to me. So then I'm like, all right, let me go see what's going on. So I go back up and I'm like, yo, what's going on, man? And, you know, he's like, dad, I got to talk to you. And I'm like, OK, all right, let's talk. What happened? And he's, he's he comes up with something like he was like upset with me about mm-hmm. I forget what happened. Like we were having a conversation. And he said something that wasn't accurate. And I'm like, all right, well, that's not how it goes. And I'm kind of calling him out on, on the fact that it's not true. So he took that as me saying that he was dumb. I don't know how he came to that, but whatever. That's how he felt. So I was like, he, he, he thought you thought he was dumb or said he was right. dumb. Like oh, he, okay. he thought that I, without saying the words, you're dumb. Like what, I guess whatever my reaction was insinuated right. he was dumb is how okay. he interpreted it. So I'm clearing that up. I'm like, bro, if anything, every day I'm telling you that you're super bright and there's moments where you try to pretend like you're dumb, but you know that I know. So why do that? Right. And Whatever. That got put to bed. I tucked it back in and I was like, good night. And I left as I'm leaving his room. He gets up out of the bed and comes to me and it's like, dad, can I give you a hug? Like ready to burst into tears. And then I'm like, yeah, of course. Right. And he hugs me and he's bawling. And I, like it was like a mo like in a moment that that all huh. happened, and I'm like shit. I really must have 
did I call him stupid? Like, what the fuck did I do? And and then he he comes out and he's like, I'm scared that you guys are gonna die. And mm. I'm like, fuck. And so to bring you just want to go to bed. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I was still gonna be up, but I'm yeah. like, yo, this is heavy. Yeah. And then and it I come back to my own fear of more, you know, my mortality. I'm, it's something that I've always like. I know it's coming at some point. We all have to go through death. It happens. The older we get, the more people around us are going to pass away and we got to kind of get accustomed to it. But it's something that I'm not cool with. I don't think anybody technically is cool with it, but I struggle with it. Like sometimes I, I find myself thinking about like, yo, this, this ride is going to end. And now I see that in him and I'm wondering what triggered it. And he referred to, I guess in passing, you know, every now and again, we'll be like, yo, we're trying to teach you how to be your own person so that when we're not around no more, yeah. you're you're able to fend for yourself. Right, right. And you don't necessarily need mom and dad to do everything for you. So he kind of referenced something to that effect. Yeah. Bro, we spent like 10 minutes him balling. Just I went, you know, I laid down with him and he was just crying, crying, crying. And then finally, I'm like, yo, you OK? He's like. I didn't address it. I kind of just left it alone because what am I going to say? Yo, everybody yeah. dies. Right. That's, that's the way it goes. Make it worse. Yeah. Yeah. So I just kind of let him let it out. And then you know, I tucked him back in. I'm like, yo, you're going to sleep like a baby now because you let that cry out. And I kind of left it alone. Now, we haven't really yeah. touched the topic again, but but it got me thinking like, yo, do I need to go get a counselor? Do I need to get a therapist? Like, how do we start dealing with this in a way that's going to make his whole situation more bearable if and when, well, when that eventual day comes that we're not around anymore? Do you think that, um, hmm, I think it's, it, it's no doubt that he was pondering that or it was in the, in his head somehow. I wonder sometimes because sometimes like my son will have those kind of late night, bedtime all of a sudden you know just something triggers and he he has some kind of meltdown you know for whatever reason not not too often but i mean there are those times but sometimes sometimes it's almost like it's attributed to just being overtired and then he's feeling a certain way and then he just i feel like maybe he's just pulling from something that was just tucked away inside and then it just comes out but it's not necessarily like he was pondering pondering on it too hard it's yeah. hard to tell because i'm not in his head um, oh it's yeah and and you know and we're i feel like we're relatively now nah, i'd give us more credit than relatively i think we're pretty good about having a sense of what triggers what for our kids yeah between the two of us we can catch i think most things and for this one we're both kind of stumped the only thing we can track it back to is you know, unfortunately, we had a, a close friend of the family pass away recently, right. and she'd been battling cancer for a bit. And, you know, that was a close enough friend of the family that all of us knew what was going on. So your son is aware of what happened? Yeah, we actually went to go visit her at some point at, at the right. hospital. So he, he knew what was up. I mean, I don't I think in his head, it was like she's sick in the hospital. Yeah, she'll rebound. And that's what we were all hoping for. But. You know, it, it took a toll on her and she ultimately passed away. He wasn't aware that she passed away when this happened, but yeah, okay. but it 
maybe there's anxiety because my wife was going through it as well. Maybe he was feeling feeling that right. That yeah, brought all this to the surface. Could definitely be. But yeah. So anyway, that that has me now going down the path of like, all right. So how do we how do we help him? Right? Is it is it a therapist? Uh, my wife brought up like, let's go to church and like see if you know the folks at the church can like help us from a spiritual perspective like put this into perspective for him um a friend of mine who's a a psychologist like yeah psychologist not psychiatrist mm-hmm. um she had given me some advice on like how to approach him and like resources to look into like a school psychologist which i didn't even think of with all the taxes I pay for right. school, like, yes, they have these resources at school. Yeah. So, like, she was like, yeah, have maybe have them evaluate him and just see what comes back. And maybe you can start figuring out what to do from there. Yeah, I'm always, I, I guess it's a good thing. I'm always a little suspect of it, especially when they're young. I don't know. I, like, my son, you know, he's had his little bouts here and there with anxiety and but I, I also think some of it is just natural growing up and you know kids like things to be uh in sync a lot you know the more that there's a uh a what's the word i'm looking for a routine like a, a routine, routine. Yeah. yeah yeah and then when the routines break or things are in flux or changing you know the, the changes for them as well um so i think and we've talked about this with like with his pediatrician before and she's said well maybe you know you have him speak to someone and maybe just talking to a counselor or someone to help alleviate some of the anxiety um and it's more maybe sleep related like going to sleep sometimes if he starts thinking about like uh he's not gonna have a good you know he's he's not gonna be able to fall asleep and he's gonna be tired in the morning or one of us are not around we're traveling like my wife is traveling this whole week so it's just been the two of us and you know he had he definitely had a hard time going to sleep the other night Mm -hmm. um you know like the sadness of missing his mom then starts triggering all this other stuff about you know am i going to be okay sleeping can i fall asleep in time you know all that kind of stuff um is it do you get to well you you speak to your wife so i'm sure you have a sense when you're gone is the magnitude of how he feels i guess bad or what have you like you know the the negative feelings is it worse when you're gone or is it worse when she's gone um it's hard to say i think i I think the other night might have been probably worse than when i'm gone but just because i've been gone more as of late than she has she hasn't really traveled like she used to um so this was kind of like her first time away again Got it. Uh, so you know I, I expected it he got over it i mean we actually we actually kind of laughed about it the next day because we talked about it like i'm like look the thing he's he started telling me like look these are the things that i'm starting that i'm worried about that's why it's and i'm like well you do realize that those things that you're worrying about, the worry itself are the things that are going to manifest and be the result of what you're worrying about. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you're, you're creating it. Like, you know, if you're worried about not getting enough sleep and not feeling good in the morning, well, because you're worrying about that, 
that's going to keep you up and now you're not going to get enough sleep, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah, I know it makes sense. And then, you know, just kind of joked about it a little bit. Like, you know, I'm like, you do know that you made yourself sick just by worrying about it. Like, right. you know, and he's like, yeah, I know. <laughs> he's like, <"Yeah." laughs> so, so at least he's, we can have these conversations and be aware of it. Um, and I don't know. It, 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 I guess it's tough. Like going back to, does your son speak to someone else about it or, you know, is it, is it helpful? Is it not? I don't know. I almost, maybe it is helpful, but then I also don't want to like, I wouldn't want to give my son a complex, like, well, oh, shit, there's something there's, drink. right. Or there's something wrong with me or why do I need to speak to, a, you know, this person about if it's not really that big a deal. I don't know. You know, I'm not, I'm not educated enough in this and I've, you know, I can't say that I've ever done any counseling or any of that kind of stuff before. So, so I, I think I know what you're trying to say. You're trying to say that um, historically you've looked at this, like it was weird. And because I don't think, that, no, I don't think it's weird. Yeah. I, I'm I, speaking I think, for you. But no, 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 no. I don't <laughs> think it's weird. I've just, I've never done it. Right. So, yeah. but I do understand, but I do know the, you know, I do understand that like talking things out, that you're feeling, um, especially to someone who's going to be non-judgmental or might offer some other advice, I'm sure it can be helpful, you know? Um, but on the flip side, I also wonder like. All right. Sorry about that. So we had a bit of a technical difficulty, but okay. You were saying. So, yeah, what I was saying was, um, I don't find it weird. I do feel that the, uh, you know, the idea of being able to talk to someone and kind of air out what you're feeling, especially without any judgments, uh, is probably a great thing. Um, I wonder though, for young kids and maybe I'm, I'm sure it's helpful. And again, I just don't have enough knowledge of it or experience with it. I just wonder, like, especially if, if we don't think that our kids have that big of an issue with something. Like, does having them speak to someone like a counselor or whatever, does that then make them feel, uh, is there something wrong with me? You know, does it that, do they start to hold on to that as opposed to it being helpful? And I could be totally wrong. I have no, you know, I have no idea. I'm just voicing that as like, that's my kind of conundrum with that shit. So for me, and it's probably just a little different. For me, it's more just like the... Uh, to some degree, it is the stigma of what that sig- signifies to the general public, right? Right. I still, I still struggle with that. I, I believe wholeheartedly that therapy is is very helpful for yeah, ev- for everyone, right? Yep. Not just people who might suffer from a particular thing or go through a traumatic episode or what have you. Like, I think everyone can benefit. Frankly, I mean, we talked about this plenty of times on on our show, but like, the big thing I get out of doing this podcast every week is therapy right it, it is being able to share our experiences have conversation you guys check me or i can check y'all and we just really have discourse around being fathers that's that's invaluable to me and so i can see something similar when it comes to a therapist if you got the right one now right i bet you we'd be shocked and i have no real knowledge except for one example that i'll share in a second of how many kids are seeing therapists and not maybe in the context of like the really um like 
crazy right. examples that might come out there. Like, right. It's more, it's more like casual therapy. Type. Right. Yeah. Right. And, and so I, so when, when I shared kind of what I went through with my son recently in the fly dad um, chat group that we have, by the mm-hmm. way, you can sign up at uh flydadgear.com slash dad group. It's free. And we just kick it about fatherhood in there and try to help each other out. Um, one of the, one of the guys in there, um, he, he was, he was sharing like how he has his son who was 11 in therapy. Hmm. And I thought like, I brought up my scenario with my son and told yeah. him like, yo, I'm, I'm probably going to go down this path of therapy. Does anybody have a kid in therapy? Like, can you share your experience? And for him, it sounds like, again, it wasn't one of those things where something happened that was crazy, you know, in their lives yeah. for them to jump into it. Just, it was like a positive thing. It was like organically kind of fell into it and, and it's been yeah. good. And so I was like, huh, like, that's cool. I see that as really positive. I'm going to ask though, like, has there been anything to suggest that his son is going to be dealing with like how people look at him now because he isn't there because that something I didn't really think about, but it could, could potentially be an issue among, among their peers. You think, um, should our kids ever, well, nice. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> When our kids get older and or even should they ever hear any of these episodes you think they're going to be pissed at us for <laughs> airing all their <laughs> I, I think about this a lot um i think there's there's going to be different stages of it i think yeah. when they're in their teenage years they're going to be pissed when they're in their young adulthood probably i mean they might never hear it but oh no they're going to hear it mm. they're going to something will draw them like there's going to come a point where fatherhood is going to be like the shit and then people are going to go look back in the catalog and our kids are going to be one of those people. And then I think when they hit like their thirties, they're going to appreciate what we're talking about. Mm. So it's going to be like the three stages of fatherhoods and their kids. Right. Type shit. Um, here's a quick question for you. And uh, um, we'll, we'll talk about it again another time with E and um, so my son's getting to the point where uh, he's asking a lot of questions. Right. And we start talking about things. We've talked about this in the past about, um, you know, our, our, our kids aware of what drugs are and drinking and just, you know, just whatever kind of behavior. Right. And so he'll often ask me like, well, why do people, you know, what happens when someone, you know, what are illegal drugs or, you know, or what happens when people steal or, you know, just whatever. Right. Yeah. And so, you know, I try to explain things to him without getting too crazy in, in detail. Um, but I'm just waiting for the hammer to drop where he's in one of these question modes one day and then asks, well, dad, have you ever done X, Y, and Z? <laughs> and I got to talk to my wife about this. I, I've been meaning to talk to her about this because I'm curious as to like what our kind of combined stance would be on. Because I'm I'm torn between the uh, you know call it like the cipher sounds way of just being honest, uh, yeah, versus the sugarcoated a little bit or or put it to the side, like you know, 
we'll like talk about this. Like, well, we'll talk about this, you know, when you're older or something like that. And I'm curious, I, I need to talk to my wife and ask her what, what she thinks about it. Cause I know that we've had convos in the past where we've heard like other parents, you know, we've talked about, we've heard other parents have kind of laid certain things out or told their kids, like the cold, hard truth of in, in certain things. And, and both of us were like, well, damn, that's a little, they're too, you know, kind of too young to know about that kind of stuff, you know? Um, but now we're going to be faced with those. And look, I've done a lot of dumb shit in my life. Um, yeah. but, uh, yeah. So I'm curious, what, what, what's your thought on that? It's, it's tough. Like for me, it's not going to be hard because I've never done any drugs. So for me, it's or a, not necessarily, not, not necessarily all drugs, but even like dad, have you ever been drunk before? Have you ever thrown up, you know, we that? Got, that we already had those. Yeah. Conversations. Yeah. Um, and so it's interesting because I, I think we we're conditioned to keep alcohol separate from, right. from, you know, substance abuse. Right. Yeah. Um, but, but I think I put a bucket. I, I should bucket it all together. The, or just getting in trouble in general, doing dumb stuff. Like how, I'm, how I'm pretty, know, once those questions come, how, I'm how pretty, truthful are you going to be upfront? I'm, I'm pretty transparent yeah. about it. Um, I think I would have a much more difficult time if I was talking about drugs, like non-alcohol. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, and the reason is I think I would have more fear of them going down that path because they know that their parent might've gone through it and And came out. Okay. Right. Yeah. 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 So that would be the, the hesitation I have, but I also think there is, it's a catch 22 because if you're able to, get to him first lay the foundation explain to him what drew you to x and and i don't mean ecstasy i'm just saying using a a letter in the alphabet here of what drew you to that particular drug and then why you decided to move away from it and that might be beneficial to helping them figure out like because i'm i'm assuming knowing you the way i do you don't want him to have to deal with any of that shit but curiosity at some point will come and there'll be that temptation and if he has some foundational understanding it may benefit him from taking the wrong thing or not doing anything at all yeah that's, for sure that's the, that's the inner inner fight that you kind of have between being honest or sugarcoating yeah i mean i think eventually and again this question isn't all about drugs it's just about let's just call it dumb shit in general (laughs) you know but um yeah i think the 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 total honest foundation will will be there for sure at some point i'm just not sure when the timing i think is something you definitely have to weigh yeah because you're right i do want to i do want to lay that foundation of like okay you know this is what can happen if you do X, Y, and Z. And, you know, here's experience, stay away from doing whatever, you know, whatever the case may be. Are you, do you find that your son is really transparent about everything or does he hold back certain things? And then you find out later that he should have told you something, you know, a few days ago, a month ago, a year ago, but it's a a combo. There are times where he's pretty upfront about things. And then there are other times where 
you know, let's say we're having a, a all guard down conversation. He might say, well, you know, this thing that happened a couple of days ago, it, you know, I left out a okay. couple of things. You know what I mean? That's so, my, that's my issue with my son. My trying to get, trying to get him away from, from that. Um, yeah. Cause that's where it gets dangerous for me. Like weighing all of that, right. When do you have that conversation? How transparent do you want to be when you have stuff like that? That scares me. Yeah. My son is like that. And he might try some stuff on his, on the sneak. And then we come to find out later that X or Y happened. And then he's like, nah. like, for instance, he'll be, I don't know, playing in the schoolyard. And then he'll hop himself onto a structure that he knows he shouldn't be on top of right. jumps and like scrapes himself. But we don't find out because he it's in a place on his body where he could hide it easily. Yeah. And then we find out days later because he slipped up somewhere and then the truth comes out. And then that could something different could have happened, right? He could have gotten really severely hurt or you know, something terrible. And then it's all because he was trying to be sneaky, doing the thing he knows he shouldn't be doing. Versus my daughters, they'll tell us if something like that were to happen or if they had the thought that came to mind to do something like that. Mm -hmm. So I treat like how I approach conversations with my son a little bit more direct and like really try to paint a vivid picture for him of yeah. what the different paths can lead to. I don't have to go that detail with my daughters because they're more forthcoming with information. Mm, that's interesting. Scary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, anyway, yeah, it's something to ponder on. My wife yeah. gets back and I have that conversation with her because I know that these, I can just feel the, uh, I can feel the, those questions coming soon. Do you think your wife would err on the side of transparency? Like what, what's your, for, if you had to forecast what that conversation is going to yield, what, what would you say? I would say, I know that she would probably say transparency at some point for sure. Um, I don't think now though. Okay. I think maybe that's more of a, and I almost feel that way too. I think it's more of a wait. Save that question for later when we can have a you know more in depth conversation about it. But we I don't want to. I don't want to say like, oh, you you know, you won't understand it right now because that's belittling, right? Right. But, but frame it in a way where it's like we're going to talk about whatever that question is later on down the line. Be like, yeah, we'll have a drink one day and talk about it. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, okay, well. All right, man. Good luck, bro. I'll yep, talk to you soon. All right, later. Later. Yo, be a father. If not, why bother, son? A boy can make him, but a man can raise one. Be a father to your child. Be a father to your child.